stereo Don't compare us to anything, this a different scenario We break records while we pushing the culture forward Great music and big vibes right in that order Intellectually petty radio on the stereo Don't compare us to anything, this a different scenario We break records while we pushing the culture forward Great music and big vibes right in that order And you are now tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio, brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And, as always, on the mighty, mighty, mighty Nerd DJs Radio Network. Man, come on now, man. It's, it's ridiculous at this point, man, how many legends we've had on the fucking show, man. And today is absolutely no exception. The man needs no hyperbole. No extra shit. Snapdog is in the building, man. What's going on, bro? How you doing? Yeah, you already know what's going on, man. We sliding and gliding. We ain't hiding on Jesus. That's my mama now. <laughs> yeah. Nigga, you wake, do you wake up hype like this, nigga? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Once I get that red bull, it's really yo. The red bull like the extra boost. Oh, nigga, nigga. You know that shit dangerous, man. Yeah, like that man, shit. Man, they say it, man, but I, I can't tell. Yeah, you can't tell till you had a heart attack. I got a whole, <laughs> I got a scar on my chest from here to here, nigga, to let you know. Dang. Yes. Although, you know, I'm old as shit, too. But that's a whole other story. Yeah. Snapdog, where the name come from, bro? Uh, the name actually came from my twin brother, man, before he passed away. His name Bronco, so that's why we had, the, that's why I created the Bronco Boys. And we were orange to represent him because his real name Bronco. But he gave me that name, man, because it was like, I, it's like I'm a, I'm I'm the hothead when I'm the I'm the one that's always on thirty, always the one on with the energy. So he just like man, you always snapping, man. We gonna call you Snap Dog. And when he passed away, it's like man, I I just had to run with it. And, and rest in peace to your brother, man. I'm sorry yeah. for that. Where you from in Detroit? P Rock, Plymouth Road, West Side. Okay, all right, all right. As a matter of fact, my mom's uh still got a house on Warren. Rest in peace to her. Yeah. Warren and Southfield, man. I grew up on Seven Mile Southfield, so I already know, man, with the West Side is yeah. to the table. Yo, yo, you don't back down from shit, do you? Nah, man, I don't back down from nothing, man. If they say I can't have it, I'm going to show them I can go get it. If they say I can't do it, I'm going to show them I can do it. I like being an underdog. I seen a clip where you was somebody was asking you if you fell off and you like, shit, I was never on. Never on, man. Why do you say that, bro? Come on, now. Because technically... On is like when you actually got like don't get me wrong i had big moments in my career and everything but it's like on is like when you when you you know we all know when you really break that i'm this big without a single so meaning as in i'm on but i put myself on you know what i'm saying i didn't i i don't know that feeling to get on from a label i don't know that feeling to get on from a, a, a big ass push like all my relationships with motherfuckers in the industry, and they like me because of me. So it's like, I know once I get that push, and I, and I know once I get that one song that really go, like how I post, don't get me wrong, I got songs that do millions of views and everybody love, but that, 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 once I get that platinum, man, you know that on. Um, when you ain't, ne- you ain't, you, you, you there for sure. It's like, I, I never got there. But to the world, 
I moved as in everybody thought I was on because it's like, how is he doing this shit with no label? Who was who, who putting money behind him? Who was doing this? And it was all me. Just I all mean, me. I'd rather have like Redman's career than somebody that like blew up a little bit, had a, a hit single, and, and that was it. Yeah. So I think longevity. You know exactly. So for me, nigga, you 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 beyond that right now. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's just that's just how I am with myself. Like, cause I'm one of them niggas. Like, I like to do. I jump it from the music. I jump it from the box, and I jump. I I like to do. I like to be the best at at what I do, and it's like I like to take that shit to a whole another level that it ain't never been. So to me, that's just me being hard on myself, and it keep me humble too. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But me not thinking that I'm on. It's like it keep me keep that drive to keep going, cause. Once you get comfortable, man, these niggas get that paycheck. These niggas, you know what I'm saying? Get them cars, the juries, the, the lifestyle, and they get comfortable. That's where you lose your hunger. I don't never want to lose my hunger. Yo, uh, what do you? Where's the city at? Far, far as hip hop right now? Are we? Are we still in a good spot? Or are oh, we no, going? We, 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 we. I say we number one. If not number one, we definitely top three. You know what I'm saying? But we definitely everybody is paying attention to us. Everybody want to come work with our artists. Everybody want to come either steal our lingo or, or get on our type of beats, our type of flow. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's like Detroit ain't never had that, ever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, when yeah. Eminem and Trick Trick and Royce, yeah, they did their thing. But the way this impact got it now is, is a little bit different because we got the internet. So that's what make it way more impact. And this the first time that we had this big ass break since the internet was really created besides YouTube. This the first wave Detroit has had. We've had surfers before. Yeah, like everybody happy. If you ain't getting no money around this motherfucker, if you ain't making no big plays, you around this bitch tripping, nigga. You missing the train. So why is niggas angry though? Man, like niggas outside the city or niggas in the city? In the city. Because some niggas just they haters. You know what I'm saying? Everybody know Detroit, you know, you know, we just starting to come together as you know, as we should, but Detroit always been a hating city. You know what I'm saying? They always hate on each other. You know what I'm saying? They always got that one nigga or a couple niggas in their ear. No, nah, don't be cool with that nigga. Oh, because that nigga fucked your bitch. Oh, what? Fuck that bitch, nigga. I said that bitch, nigga. We all going to get money together. What the fuck we about to be for, nigga? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold, hold, hold on. It, it, it depends on how you go about fucking the broad, though, bro. Man, listen. Because like, it, 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 it ain't necessarily about her. It's about the disrespect. Oh, yeah. No, it's best. It, 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 but you got to realize. You on the, I'm on an interview. You got to realize... You gotta realize you only you only gonna have that if that nigga owe you loyalty. You know what I'm saying? That's your man's. Now if you yeah. do small ass shit with your girl, your your man, then yeah. that's that's that. Now you take that up. You got all rights to do that. But a I nigga that ain't, that that ain't got no loyalty to you, and just another nigga on the other side that you cool with, nigga, you can't. That's a her problem. Man. Yeah, that's a her problem, not guys, bro, not a him problem. That's why most niggas dead or in jail is because of the women. They still gonna fuck and suck. After you do what you gonna do, they still gonna do that. So why crash out about it, bro? That's dumb. That's dumb. It's too much pussy out here. Too many women out here, and you gotta realize you that nigga. It ain't your loss. It's that bitch loss. Let me ask you this: Why hip -hop, that up? Do you love hip hop, or is it just like a means to an end? Mines, I love this shit. Like, don't get me wrong. I never, I never thought that I'd be a rapper. Like, that wasn't my dream. Now I can honestly be real and say that i didn't know how to rap 
none of music. And when I got into it with it, you know what I'm saying? I fell in love with it. I ain't just fall in love like cause of money or nothing. I love that. Like my manager tell you, like I stay in the studio all day. I'm in the studio every day. There's I don't care about going to go party. I don't care about going to the clubs. None of that. If I ain't in the studio, if I ain't shooting no video, there's no point of me. You know what I'm saying? Like I got work to do. Like I'm trying to be one of the greatest. I'm trying to be even. They say I'm a legend, but I'm trying to be a real legend with this shit. You know what I'm saying? So I got to keep going every day. So I'm definitely okay. in love with it. Who's dope? Who, 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 who's hip hop to you in the city? Past, present, or or, or you think is on their way? Either way. Man, hip hop. It depends on where you're going because hip hop didn't, didn't change. Hip hop didn't change. You got. Famous motherfuckers who becoming rich off hip hop and getting all these type of plaques and shit. So it's like, if you was to say who is hip hop, man, I would say Trick Trick. I'm not mad at that. Trick Trick is absolutely hip hop. Although he my stand, he stand for something. Oh he, my god. He, he don't get enough credit like how he how he do. Like everybody used to think Trick Trick wanna. Uh, they used to say Trick Trick is a hater and no. Trick Trick is the reason why these rappers is coming to us now. Trick Trick is the reason why these labels facts. are coming to us now. Because facts. he built that foundation to where y'all can't just come bullying us, thinking we some punk-ass motherfuckers, taking our money and not doing no music with our artists. Not showing love to the DJs. Not showing love to the producers. Just thinking our culture is not nothing. You know what I'm saying? So when he built that foundation, we was able to capitalize off it. So to me, that's hip-hop. Because when you think of Detroit... You know Trick Trick. And he it ain't just about he no angry person. No. He built this up so the, the industry can respect us because everybody know this industry. This motherfucker can chew you up and spit your ass out if you're not ready for this. See, people don't understand with the rap game, 90% is the mental. 10 Man. is the music. Man. If you're not ready yo, up here, yo, do, do, do me one favor. Do, do me one favor, bro. Turn your light on in your car because we can we can't see you, bro. You can see niggas need, yeah, yeah. Niggas need to be able yeah. to see what you're talking about. Yeah. But yeah, 10% is the music. 90% is the mental. Because this shit come with so much. And now it's, it's way crazier. Niggas be wanting to rap beef. You, you know what I'm saying? Your rap career could get ended off a rapper saying something about you. Oh, I know that because I, I, I survived all that. In, my, in the beginning of my career, I'm beefing. I'm, I'm, on, I'm at niggas' shows. All that. Like, doing all that wild shit and it's like once i realize i'm scaring the money i'm like oh i'm tripping hell no i'm not about to go to jail for you boys that ain't even on what i'm on y'all niggas just want to go get some views i'm like that for real but why would i even let y'all trick me off the streets man i got a family to feed man that's selfish to all the niggas that's been behind me i'm in too deep to even go running wild and doing dumb stuff and plus who want to be in jail when you could be making all this money man with a freedom Man, say that again, bro. I don't, I don't get it. Like niggas, like and, and and no respectfully to your generation, bro. But I don't get the whole getting online and telling on yourself and they dumb. And, <sighs> they dumb and they don't got. They, I'm gonna tell you what's wrong with the generation. They don't listen to the OGs. Me, I listen to the OG. Trick, trick, Snoop, all them. Uh, anybody that's that's an OG. Anybody they could call me. Hey, snap. Hey, bro. I don't feel like you should. You know, take that down. Or in my DM, hey, man, I feel like you. I'm not going to say, hey, nigga, fuck you. 
Hey, you think I'm tripping, OG? All right, bet, bro. You right. Because all you doing is looking out for me, bro. When did you get to that point, though? I always been at that point. But I'm going to tell you what really made me get to the point, Snoop Dogg. I had a five-hour conversation with Snoop Dogg face-to-face, -face, and it changed my life because coming up, at you know, losing my brother and all that, it's like, man, like, death don't scare me. Like, none of that. Like, so it's like, can nobody tell me nothing? Like, I'm not knowing that I can really get big off music, you know? I'm mm. not, I'm not, because I'm not seeing the money. I got the fame, but I don't got the money. Okay. So I'm not seeing the real vision of what I can really become. So once me having that talk with Snoop, it was like my life been changed. This is a man who, who, who survived every part of the music era who's giving you real game. If you don't change your life after that, hmm. you don't deserve to even be here. So once how, I got how that, that come game, to, how, did, how did that come to be? He just called you up out the blue? Uh, ha, ha Davis. Ha, ha Davis, our comedian, Ha, ha Davis, like, when I first came out, I used to always, they used to always call me the fake Snoop Dogg because I got the Snap Dogg name. And I used to be like, man, I want to get a song with Snoop so bad, bro, or just link with him because I'm tired of this shit. Like, and Ha Ha Davis ended up being with him, like close with him. And one day, like my phone just went off. Ah, he like, answer your phone. I answered my phone. It was Snoop in the FaceTime. He like, what up, homie? Like that. And every, every since then, man, it was history. Next thing you know, we on a song together. He was on my album. We did the video. Next thing you know, he calling me. He bringing me out when he come to Detroit. He talking to me. He was like a mentor. That's dope. Yo. I smoke I smoked my first blunt with Snoop Dogg. I don't smoke or drink, but I smoked my first blunt with him. How can you not? Man, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I, had, I was, man, I'm like, bro, I, I can't do this smoking, man. I was so sleepy. I went to sleep with my jury on. Everything, man. Like, I'm like, bro, like. It was five blunts getting passed around. There's only three of us. I'm like, damn, huh? But that was, that was, that was, that moment right there is when I knew I made it. I made it. Let me ask you this. Okay, so have you gotten to the point where you have done exactly what he did for you to somebody coming behind you? Facts. I do it all the time. And that's what, that's what everybody, why everybody loves Snapdog because I never cared about sharing. I never cared about sharing the spotlight. I never cared about sharing the wealth. I don't give a fuck if you got 200 followers. If you get my attention and I like you, I'm, I'm going to gravitate to you. I'm going to promote you. I'm going to help you if I can. Now, if you cross me or fuck me over, yeah, I'm going to step off, but that's that's just on you. God going to handle you. I know I'm good. As long as I can go to sleep at night and say I ain't never snaked nobody, stole from nobody, did no fuck shit to get to the top, I'm cool with going to sleep at night. I done helped a lot of motherfuckers. That's why, that's why if you look at it, I always brought the big artists to Detroit. Dirk, Lil Baby, Lil Scrappy, Fetty Wap, Rich Homie. I how always the, brought them. How the fuck is you doing this, nigga? Off relationships, man. My buzz, I, I, I market myself. See, I, I capitalized on Instagram before anybody really got hip to Instagram. I knew how to go viral. I knew how to market myself. So as I'm marketing myself, at the same time, I'm in these big names, these rappers' DMs. And they responding to me. They're like, yeah, I know you is. You just went viral. And in that same time, I'm building relationships with them. I'm not even talking about music. I'm building with them. And, and when it came to that, once they getting around me, they seeing how I am. They seeing how cool I am. And then when I bring them to the city, I make sure everything good, no drama. They see the whole city come out, take pictures with them. And they be like, yo, what the fuck? 
we can't even do this in our own city. How did you do this? And I always did it for A, A, that's why I did it for the city. So it's like I wanted to show because everybody by trick trick, everybody was scared of Detroit. They thought, okay, we're yeah. gonna get beat up, we're gonna get our chains took, we're gonna, you know what I'm saying? But by I'm like, nigga, I'm gonna change the narrative. Because at the end of the day, they didn't understand trick trick. But it's like trick gave me the keys. Maybe they understand a young nigga like me. So when I did it, it's like I wanted to show them like Detroit ain't all about robbing you, no nothing, bro. We cool, money getting hustling niggas stop. Just show the respect. Just show the respect, and you gonna see it. And all these rappers see it. That's why they feel comfortable. Man, no rapper wasn't coming here, bro. Before T Grizzly even uh blew up, no rapper wasn't coming here. I burned Dirk here. I put Dirk and T Grizzly together. Like I'm, I connect the dots too. Behind how, how, how you how you do that one? When T first came home, I never knew who T was. Okay. But this what you said. You said what Snoop did for me, did I ever do for somebody else? So it's like, nigga, you from the city. You represent the city. Nigga, I'ma help you. You know, it's documented. When he first came home, we I took him to the high school. It's a vlog, took him to the high school, you know, let the people, you know, in tune in with him. He all, oh, I wanna I wanna fuck with Dirk. I put him and Dirk on the phone. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling Dirk, like, hey, this one of the cats from the D, bro. Growing up, bro. You need to get with him, bro. He's going to be the next big thing. And, you know, and that's how it go. Like, even the cameraman, Jerry Production, I put him with Dirk. That's that's Dirk, main cameraman. Jerry get more money than these rappers. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And it's like, if you go look at all the shit documented, this shit is documented. Everything I did, this is the smartest thing. Hey, I get everybody say, you know, Soldier Boy a goofy. I, I get that. But one thing... That I learned from Soldier Boy, when he said this, keep that camera rolling. I kept the camera rolling. I showed my lifestyle, and that's and, what and, made and, people. And, and, and that nigga doesn't get that nigga doesn't get the credit that he deserves from this generation for giving these niggas the blueprint on how to make money. But then again, it's like he when he do when he get to doing weird stuff. That's what discredited him because it's more real street niggas in the game than than anybody right now. So. When you got the real street niggas in the game and you doing little cluck shit that discredits your character, it kind of take it kind of take the respect away. That's why. But other than that, I take my hat off the soldier boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I kept that camera rolling and I showed my lifestyle. I vlogged everything every day. I shot a video every day on vlog until even the point I got my mom. My mama can't go nowhere without getting pictures took because everybody be seeing they see how me and my mama relationship is on the internet like she my biggest fan she'll play my new song we'll turn up she used to pull out her gun or that type of shit you know what i'm saying so it's like damn it wasn't even just like oh this nigga energy is like bro his mama relationship people got to saying like man i wish i had that relationship like my mama you know what i'm saying like it was touching people i'm all about the people that's how i win I ain't never in my lifetime nothing fucking made the deal. Everybody yeah. wonder how Snapdog get this. I never in my life paid for a feature. I ain't That's even had it. Crazy, that nigga. I never had no what Snoop, Fetty Wap, uh, Lil Dirt, Lil Baby. I, I didn't have no money for that shit. I was broke as hell. It's relationship. That's why they tell you it's not about what you know, it's who you know. That's a fact. Yo, okay, so totally different topic. Why you let old girl kiss your feet in, in public and shit? Oh, uh, what's up? We up. We up. What's up? We up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. I, I got cussed out by my girl about that too, man. But, I, really? You you think? Man, I, I was just, but look, I killed her with this, though. 
I'm like, baby, you can't even really get mad because these bitches, that's the closest that these bitches will ever get to me is kissing the bottom of my feet. Not to call her a bitch, the girl who did it. Not to call her, but that, that was the example that I gave her, but she, it was that. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, 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 hold on, nigga. That worked? Yeah. It oh. worked. It worked. <laughs> it worked, but I still get, you know, like, that's how I was able to upload the video because when I, 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 I asked her, Okay. Because somebody somebody else that ended up posting it before me. And she synced it. And the day that I posted was probably like two weeks, three weeks later. And I asked, like, can I post it? She was like, go ahead. So that's what made me post it. But the girl who kissed my feet, that was her idea. We was doing a 20 versus one uh challenge with Snapdog, and the girls was kind of being lame a little bit. And she was like, she wasn't even in the shit. She was just like, y'all need to turn this shit up. This snap dog, y'all don't know what this is? Like that. She like, I kiss your feet. I'm like, what? I might do it. And she did it. And it's so crazy because now she's a rapper. She blew up after that. She started a career after that. So really? it go back to learning what you got. And when you had that moment, capitalize off. Why the podcast? Podcast, I ain't gonna lie. A lot of people always, I always went on podcasts and I make that shit viral, you know, and the people love me, you know, because a lot of people before I actually got to talking, a lot of people just thought like, man, this nigga crazy with guns, you know what I'm saying? He, he mean. So when people got to hear me talk, they like, damn, this nigga really way smarter than what we thought he was. That nigga really intelligent. They still so think you're crazy though, nigga. Huh? They still think you're crazy. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they, I ain't even gonna lie. It was to the point, man. I had fans scared to take pictures of me because they thought I was gonna pull out a gun. I used to have to make videos every day. Like, nigga, I would never do that. Like, y'all, y'all, I would never turn. I don't care if I'm eating food with my kids. I miss my flight to take that picture for the people. I'm nothing without y'all. Don't ever think I get big and get to acting funny on y'all. So with that, it was just like I'm making all these other podcasts go up, go viral. And like my girl, my manager, everybody like, man, you need to you need to start a podcast. I'm not gonna lie, I'm just like, man, I'm a rapper, bro. I'm not about to do that shit, bro. Fuck is y'all talking about? Like, no. But then when I really thought about it, like, nigga, snoop. Like rapping is just like cause people try to say when you got a podcast or if you go do something different, you fell off. That's not falling off. You gotta look at Snoop. Snoop, rapping is fun for us now. Once we get to once we our name get established. We find other ways to get money and have fun. Okay, so, you know, I, I will be honest with you, though. Like, as somebody who's been podcasting damn near a decade, you feel a certain type of way. Like, look, nigga, I'm not about to make no mixtape. Yeah. Like, do your, do your shit. Now, you, yeah. on the other hand, like, I get it. Because you just got a personality that invites people. And that's, and that's what people were saying. Like, snap, people love, people love when you talk. Then I got to think about it, like, bro, the connections that I got, I know I can get big names on these podcasts so I could bring awareness to the city as well. So it was like, I want to do a double whammy. I want to help the city. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't just, I want to, and my podcast ain't just, it ain't about, like, no interview. It's like, you talking with the door, we having fun. It's just on hey, camera. Nigga, you be asking some wild shit, too. Yeah, <laughs> and look, 
That's what the people be wanting. We got to give them what they want. Uh, yeah. You got to, you always got to give them what, it's, it's, it's fucked up, but you got to give them what they want without giving them too much, without discrediting or disrespecting the person. You know what I'm saying? Okay, this what's too fun. much for you? What, what, what's too much? You're not going to do this. Like, uh, say for instance, if you asking a nigga a question about women and you know this man married, like, don't do that. Now, you know what I'm saying? It's another way you can have fun with him. You know what I'm saying? Tell us some stories about the game or whatever, whoever you interviewing. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving, I just wanted to give the people an opportunity to brand they self and help they self. Cause it's like, bro, Snapdog got a big platform. If I get to get on Snapdog platform, that can help me. I just want to help. That's all, that's really what the podcast was really about. I want to help. All right, let me ask you this. Rude your bell out. Oh shit, Rouge. Hey, West Side niggas. Uh, <laughs> which <laughs> best Coney Island? Oh Hollywood, Plymouth Road, all day. Oh come on, man! You gotta go to L. George's on Warren, bro. You man, I just did that shit, man. They gave them dry ass fries. Oh, oh come on, man! You can't, you can't disrespect L. George's like that, I was mad they gave me. Side, man. But that's hey, hey, the east side show me love just as just as much as the west. That's crazy. Gotta love the east for that. You know what? I, I will. Just, I just like that shit. I just like. It. I will say that, uh, like, especially like like my generation, there was a line. You was either or. It wasn't you know going to this you know like you may have had family just, over you there. You see what folks who did just did, so we good now. Yo, how, and I was gonna ask you about that. Cause I, I I I was telling people like nigga I wouldn't I, I I wouldn't go to that concert this is shit's gonna get shot up it's gonna be wild how how much of a legend did that make him pulling that off that that made him a legend to where he gonna always be talked about in the books no matter what because he did something that the world wanted to do wanted to see the city wanted to see for a decade he did it and it was able to be it was peace you know what I'm saying when no drama. No, nothing. Like, he did it for the city. He sold Lil Caesar's Arena out, bro. No, no Detroit, no Detroit rapper ever did that. And he Crazy. did it. He did it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, all the other rappers was there, the big names. But the city didn't come for them. They came to see that East versus West shit. And he was smart enough to do that. He was smart enough to do it, man. Because you got to realize, his platform so big, he helped, he helped niggas get money. These niggas getting bookings now. These niggas back. You just seen my fucking uh, Keith with, with Gazi. He been trying to get with Gazi for years. I'm like the third artist that ever got with Gazi. I got one of the biggest checks from Empire. So I understand, like, he used his platform and he helped. And it, it don't get no better than that, man. I'm trying, I want to see y'all niggas eat and feed y'all family, bro. Doug was a real one for that because he didn't have to do that. And he did it. He did it while he coming home. 
Nigga like, just came home and put together the biggest concert, basically in the show, history of the city. Yeah, you know, and as an old head man, I I was I, I was man, I I cannot express how proud I was of niggas. Yeah, for sure. I was I was so fucking happy in the crowd. Like I didn't even want I didn't I didn't want to go. They all snapped. Come to the backstage. Man, I'm not coming back there. I might sit in the crowd. Man, I want to witness this. I want to witness this shit. <laughs> I want to witness this. Fuck that. What the fuck? I want to be backstage, bro. Why can't? Why I can't see everything? I want to see this from the crowd. And it was amazing, man. It was amazing. Okay. I, I salute Doug for that. I uh, I just interviewed Erica Banks from Bankable uh, Marketing. Fire, fire. Knows everybody. Promoted everybody. Uh, we got to talking about best shows we've been to. What's the best concert you've been to? Oh, the best concert I've been to. Travis Scott. Really. Ain't nobody fucking with that man, bro. You know, I'm, I'm, I love the energy. When I say, nigga, nigga, he was an hour late. They, they chatting Travis Scott for a whole hour. I'm talking about fans off their feet. Ain't no, ain't nobody fuck with that boy. Nobody. I don't. I thought I was the king of energy. Shit. I just need one song with him. I'm done after that. It's over with. I need what that you, crowd. What you waiting on? Man, I gotta. When I lost my Instagram. It fucked me up a lot, and that's where, that's where, it kind of made me, you know, like at a standstill. I'm back now. I got my motion back now, but the Instagram it really plays a, a big ass part. You know, I almost had a million followers. I was the first one out the city with all them followers. I had everybody following me. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. with, when people like when people want to link with you, they want to see what you got going on. Like, say for instance, if an artist reach out to me, and let's just say you ain't got no motion going. You know, I might just be like, all right, go contact my manager. But if I see you got motion going on, it's like, it makes sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We share, we share audience. So I understand the game, you know, and I just got to get that back going. Everybody knows Snap, though. Everybody down to Drake. You know, Thug paid for my eyes. You know what I'm saying? I was about to sign my deal with Thug. It was, I would have been on top of the Wait, world he, after that. He, he paid for what? He paid for my eyes. I couldn't, I, I, my, I had a fucked up vision. He paid for the laser shit on my eyes. Really? I was with the, I was with the two years straight every day before he went to jail. I stayed in LA. Like I had a lot of shit on the way, man. A lot of shit on the way, bro. Like when I lost my Instagram, everything went kind of went down the drain. Because people nowadays they go off, they go off what they see. You know what I'm saying? So if it, if everybody fucking with it, then I can fuck with it. If everybody ain't fucking with it, I can't fuck with it. That's just how the world is. That's and corny that's though. No, it's not. I, it's corny. It's corny, but when you understand it, it's like I ain't gonna waste too much energy getting getting mad at it. I'm just gonna adapt. That's just like when the new clothing line come out. You can't wear that old. You can't wear. You can't wear fucking fat farm no more. You know why? Because everybody adapt. The shit changed, so you gotta change with it, or you gonna get left behind. So let me ask you this: Why niggas in the city ain't promoting uh, clothing lines from the city? Uh. And see, this where you this this where it become me. Niggas like me. This is why I'm one of a one, man. And I don't know if you pay attention to my Instagram, which I'm coming out with my own clothing line, coming real soon. Me and my girl coming out with one, the beauty club. But uh I seen that, what you just said. So this is what I started. And I've been doing it for two years now. I uh started a P.O. box. I say, I don't care who you is, you could be African, Jamaican, nigga, Chinese, whatever. If you got a clothing line. 
and you want your shit to get seen, send it to my P.O. box. I'm a I'm aware for free and I'm a tag. This this shit right now I got on. This is my clothing line. Everybody send me clothes every day. And I just post that shit and I and I don't just wear it regularly. I put that shit on. I make it look good. And they always tell me, snap, my sales then went up. I do I repay you. I'm like, I don't want no money. Keep doing what you're doing. Just keep sending me clothes. Okay, nigga, you where you come from again? Detroit plumber. I'm, a, I'm just. <laughs> I am one of them. I'm one of them diamonds you find in Africa. You ain't gonna barely find it. And you know the reason I'm because you know like like you know the city man has always been about a bag. Like even if I'm trying to help you out, I want to I want to help me out at the same time. And most niggas is not just doing shit just on the love. And that's why that's why I did it because before I was rapping, I seen how shit was, and I I, I promised that to God. I say, God, if you ever let me get a name or any type of success in this music, I promise not to be like everybody else. I wanted, I wanted to, I'm like, I meant to change it, man. Like, I'm really for the people, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm fucked up about the people. Like, I don't play about the people. And that's why everybody loves Snapdog. If a nigga don't like me, that's probably because your girl like me or something. Your girl's in my DM. But you don't got no real reason not to like me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if a nigga don't like my music, I respect that. You ain't got to fuck with my music. But I tell a nigga in the quickness, just stay tuned. I'm going to find some song that's going to get you, that's going to get you, that you going to like. But I, I accept your opinion. Everybody got all rights to their own opinion. You can't please everybody. Okay, your favorite Snapdog song. Favorite Snapdog song. Oh, shit. Oh, man. I do so much fucking music. Uh... I'm tired of it because I want to surpass it, but where you at? <laughs> I'm tired of that fucking song. I can't wait till another song pass that song that I can perform that motherfucker. My guy King Ron say uh, one of your first singles was Man Down. Oh, oh, he know something. Shout out to him. He a real one. He know. That was, that was my second song that I ever fucking made, bro. Really? Yes. What's, and it what, good. what's changed from that snap to now? Now I'm not yelling and I'm not, a, I'm not, they can't box me in as a drill rapper. Back then I was a drill rapper. Now I make real music. I want to motivate you to go get some money. I want to motivate you that you can do it. I want to, and I tell about my pain. Like, I don't care. I tell you how, how I went broke and I got it back. I tell you how one time I had to find change and get it back out. I don't mind that. Because at the end of the day, if I'm just flashy all goddamn day, that ain't motivating the niggas who don't got it. I'm going to tell you how you can get it. And when I, mean, I was drill rapping, when I was drill rapping, that's cool, but it's a different era now. You know what I'm saying? Too many yeah. people die. These rappers die. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm past that now. I'm 30 years old now. So just motivating the people, man. They go get some money. You, you ain't really doing nothing in the streets until you fell no, off. I'm, I'm, I'm out the streets. I'm, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking about what you what you said. You know, like 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 until you then fell off and bounced back, the streets don't really really respect you. Hell no, the streets don't love you, man. They only love you when you're at the top, and when you realize that, you will understand a lot of more shit in life. Because it's like I know I feel that everybody to love me. 
or feel like they love me. And then when I go down to rock bottom, where y'all at? I can't even get a car to say, is you good? And that shit bother you mentally. Once you get through that, man, anything else is, ain't shit. You got to take care of yourself. And one thing about me, I was like I told you, I'm for the people. I didn't realize I had to take care of myself. I wasn't happy. My mm. first rent check, before I even bought myself a pair of shoes, I took my whole team to the mall. I took them all across the world. Mm. Because I wanted my niggas that was in the hood to realize, fuck me coming back to the hood telling y'all I was just with Snoop Dogg. I was just with this person. Nigga, I'm going to bring y'all with me. Nigga, just bring y'all a body. I'll pay for everything. Because I don't want y'all falling victim to the streets. Okay, speaking of the drill rapper, I, I, I'm a huge drill fan. Don't don't ask me why I just am. Who's the coldest drill rapper for you? Chief Keith and Dirk. I'm looking with Vaughn. Vaughn for sure. I can't I can't I can't front that. But if we talking about all time, Chief Chief Keith and Dirk because they the ones who open the doors up for us. For niggas like me, for niggas like Dex Osama, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it wasn't for them two niggas right there, and I know this because I, I, I got music with these dudes. I went on tour with these dudes. I, I, I'm brothers with these dudes. And it's like, these motherfuckers' work ethic is crazy. It's just like, look at Dirk. Dirk just won a fucking Grammy. Like, this is a drill rapper that they said couldn't do shit. Who lost all his dead homies. They still got a Grammy. Can't you? It, come on, man. The sky's the limit. Is it time that 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 we, that, that hip hop starts stops depending on Grammys as as the mark of excellence? Uh, yes, because it's, it's it's people that did things and got surpassed bigger things situations than a Grammy, but the Grammy just solidify you in the the, the culture of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? But and overall people then did shit, then gave back, all type of shit like me. Man, I didn't I didn't fit Africa, bro. I didn't, I know people in Africa, they ain't even had no power. I sent them general generators, man. But that oh that get overlooked. I when during during the pandemic, I gave back East and West. I gave bikes, clothes, shoes, food to the community. Shout out to Enjoy Detroit. I gave all East and West, but that get overlooked. A lot of stuff get overlooked, but it's okay. Sometimes you just got to keep throwing it in their face. You know okay. what I'm saying? Is it being overlooked, or are you not promoting that like you promote everything else? Oh, no, I promote the shit out of it. It's just, it's just like I said, I lost my Instagram. You know what I'm saying? When I had my Instagram, man, the numbers that I did, mm -hmm. niggas couldn't, you couldn't even you couldn't even buy my numbers, bro. Like, I would make a clip, bro. I'm doing 2.0 million. I'm doing 600,000 views on an Instagram clip. So what you happened to your saying? Instagram? Like, what happened? Instagram, I guess when they had that crash, they took my Instagram down. I didn't even do nothing. The last post that I, isn't it so crazy? The last post that I made was, I said, I'm giving book bags back to the kids. I said, within three hours, I posted the location and everything. With the flyer, within three hours, my Instagram was gone. Oh. Yeah, that yeah. shit had to hurt right there. So, if you ask me, I think I was getting too powerful independently. And maybe somebody paid for them to take my Instagram down, because you could do that. 
Although, I, I don't for the life of me understand why we aren't supporting black-owned social media. It's crazy. Because they out there. Yeah. And we just... The white man ice is colder. You just got to brand yourself, man. When you when you brand it, man, that's all it is. You got people getting rich, getting millions, bro, just off YouTube. You know, able to take care of their kids and their family. You just got to find what you do, and you got to market yourself. You got to have a marketing brain. Instagram is the quickest way for us to get rich. You got to realize they got kids. That's in high school. They can get a full ride scholarship and getting ready to go to the NBA just off because they got Instagram videos showing how they dunking or they scoring how many points. You gotta know what you know what tool you got and use that motherfucker to your advantage. If you don't use it, how you gonna sit up there and have all these fucking complaints about why you ain't rich or why it ain't going good for you, nigga? You ain't putting in that work. Excuses yeah. is a tool for the weakness. Say it again. I ain't hear that one. Excuses is a tool for the weakness. I heard it, man. It just sounded dope the first time. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, that that that's one right there. Yeah. Do, do you read? Like this, like this interview. People ain't used to Snapdog talking like this. They don't know I can talk like this. They just think I'm crazy with guns. They don't know that I'm smart as hell. It's just at the end of the day, I learned. I learned how to adapt. No, I ain't always been this smart. I used to be dumb as fuck. But when you realize that you got, I got seven kids, man. I got a whole family I got to take care Damn, of. Damn, nigga, your pullout game is trash. Was weak, was weak as hell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm good, now. My oldest, my oldest 11, my youngest six. I've been going strong. <laughs> nigga. Hell, man. dog. Man, I had my first one when I was 17. Now that, I've been there. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, I, I thank my kids, man, because they they the reason why I got my shit together. You know what I'm saying? Just looking at them every day, I come from sleeping on the floor, being broke, can't get them none for Christmas, crying in my sleep because I, I don't know what, the, what I'm going to do. And by me having them, it changed my life because when my twin brother died, bro, I ain't care. You couldn't tell me nothing. I ain't care. I just wanted to be with him. So if I'm going to crash out, I'm going to crash out. But when my kids was born, I had a purpose. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I couldn't be no weak person and leave them out here starving like that. So they gave me the energy to get up and go every day. And I'll be with my kids in the car. We'd be turned up to my music. That's got to be a dope-ass fella. Man, what? They be FaceTiming me. The kids and snatch their phone. They be like, snap dog. They were like, man, my daddy famous. And like, now my kids in sports. Like one of my, my son, he number he number three ranked in uh in Detroit in hockey. So it's really? like, yeah. So it's like, you know, just, just seeing that, man, and just seeing my last name on my back of a jersey is like, it's amazing. Yo, I got a cousin that used to be like the man in hockey and broke both his yeah. ankles. Damn. Yeah. And you don't see too many niggas in hockey. Yeah, you don't see too many. You don't see too many niggas in hockey. And just to see my son on that, on that, on that, on that, that ice doing what he doing, man, they just won a championship because of him. And it's just like, man, I be thankful for that. Like, because I always wanted people to support me. You know what I'm saying? That's why I always go out my way to support others because I be wanting. 
always wanted that type of love. Like to this day, I feel like Detroit, they don't they don't give me the, the credit like I should get. But it's coming. I ain't mad. It's coming. Yo, I understand, bro. Trust me. I got a I got a resume on this podcast. Unlike you go down, you go down the history of niggas I've had on this show, nigga. Everybody from Theo off the Cosby Show to Pete Rock. Damn. Damn. Yes, nigga. See? I don't get I don't get the love I'm supposed to. And people like you, man, we need it. And they ain't nowhere in hell your podcast shouldn't be like Gilly and Rallo. You know what I'm saying? That's why. That's what it, it, it got to come real niggas to uplift this shit, man, and do this shit right. Because you you giving us a voice, and you for the people. You don't get no better than that. That's the problem. Niggas don't want to hear that shit. But it's gonna happen though. You on you, you see you got the dog on this motherfucker. We gonna shut this motherfucker and turn this motherfucker up. <laughs> Boy, I'm fuck y'all up. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, bro. Yo, yeah. uh, if people want to get in contact with you, they want to they want to get you on a song, they want to do a video or whatever. How they go about doing that? All they got to do is hit the info on my bio, man, my manager. I don't do nothing behind my manager back, everything. And that's the one with artists. They like to do shit on the side. We don't, they don't have business go. You have a manager for a reason. So everything go through Floss a lot. He set it up and shit. It's a go from there. Yeah. And definitely shout out to Floss a lot for uh, hooking up the interview. And shout out to my manager, Rita, for just being the motherfucking goat. Yeah, she, I, I fuck with her. Yeah. The, the, oh, my God, man. And you know, I went so long without a manager that sometimes I still do shit like I don't have. I had to check myself. Yeah, and then it's less stress, man. Oh Cause when, God. You, when you got to sit there and talk to a difficult motherfucker, oh my God, it fuck oh. up your day. But if oh, you got nigga. a person that's gonna do that, it's like, it's like they they didn't took everything out. I ain't even gotta. It's, it's either yes or no. By the time I talk to my manager. <laughs> yeah, and when she gets somebody to come on the show, man, it'd be a go. It'd be beautiful. It'd be smooth. And sometimes, you know, I don't always, you know, I may pick somebody that, that for whatever reason, the energy don't, don't, don't mesh. Yeah. That's just horrible, nigga. That's it. I know, by me being a podcast <laughs> member, like, some you got to bring that shit up out of a motherfucker. Oh, oh my God. God, this shit difficult as hell, but you got to get it done. And, it, and, and people can tell, man, it's like pulling teeth. Yeah. You know, uh, yo. The biggest lesson your kids have taught you? Uh, biggest lesson. Mm. Basically, never give up. Never. Like, my kids didn't taught me so much, man. Like, they taught me so much, bro. They they showed me how to open up. Like, I didn't know what love was until my kids was born. That's some real shit right there. Yeah. You know, and it, and niggas be like, oh, don't don't cry in front of your kids. And your kids need to, they don't need to see you crying every day about goofy shit. Yeah. They, they need to know that you are a human being, too. Nah, my kids, my best friends. Shit, I call their ass quick in, quick in a hurry. What y'all think about this? Like, my kids got a lot of say-so, and they young. But I talk to them, and they talk to me. You know what I'm saying? And they let they let me know. And it's like they're paying count. Like it was to the point I got five daughters, two two boys. So my life, yeah. Ooh. So like my daughters used to be like, Daddy, you can't get no girlfriend, they gonna want you for your money. I'd be like, Y'all mama's got boyfriends, what the fuck? <laughs> but my girl that I'm with now, they love they love her. They she love them. 
And it's shit. You don't get no better than that. Yo, man, nigga, you got you got you got a ways to go. Cause I got three daughters and my youngest is twenty nine. Oh, okay. So I got six grandkids. Woo. Yeah, nigga. Yeah. Yo, that is the most beautiful fucking part of life. Thanks. Like I, I didn't. First off, I didn't want kids at all when I was coming up. You know. That's how I was. End up with three daughters, and I'm like, oh god, this is the Lord punishing me for being an asshole. And that's but, why I got five daughters. I say, man, God, you did this because I wanted to be a hoe. I wanted to fuck with all the girls back in the day. I said, I learned my lesson. Man, but you find out, man, how big of a blessing and how down your daughters are for you. Oh, yeah, for sure. My, my daughters don't play. They're turning their mamas for me. Oh, my God. It's such, a, it's such a beautiful sight when you see that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, last question, bro. What, what do you hate that people keep asking you? One thing I kind of do hate is when they say, when you going to drop new music? And I, it'd be like, bro, I just dropped like two weeks ago. Turn it up. I can't do nothing without y'all. Yeah, I, I will say this, this generation of hip hop doesn't, like the anticipation isn't there for music because it's so easy to get. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I remember, man, looking forward to a, a, a CD dropping, a, a tape dropping. And I, when that bitch came out, nigga, it was a whole process. I went and got my bag. I went and got something to drink. Me and my boys, we got the tape. We put that bitch in. As a collective, nigga, we looking at the uh, the, the, the fucking tape cassette uh, insert. Like, it, that shit was a whole ass. It was an experience. Yeah. Now, it's like, nigga, my shit dropping at 12 o'clock. Yeah, and then it's like your tape will be there for about two weeks. Then after two weeks, they forget about it. They say, you, when you going to drop some movie music? You're like, what the fuck? Man, that's why I, your promoting skills got to be crazy to keep it in their face because they tip the span so short. You got too, too many rappers nowadays. Motherfucker, wake up today and say, I'm about to be a rapper and blow up and become rich. On the one hand, that's a good thing. On the other hand, it's killing the game. Yes, it is. It is. Definitely. Do you, oh, I know I said last question, but do you write or uh, are you uh, just going into the booth and just. I used to I used to write my first year, but when you dealing with when you dealing with Snoop Dogg, you dealing with Chief Keith, and you see how fast these people work, it's like that writing shit kind of dead. Like I, I go off the feeling. Like if I'm feeling if I'm mad, I might make a, a mad song. If I'm hurt, I might make a pain song. If I'm happy, I might make a good money song. So with that, I I don't like writing because it's like. Say, for instance, if I'm writing and somebody texts me and throw me off, now my whole focus go up. But if I ain't writing, I'm in that studio, I'm letting my feelings tell the truth. I'm speaking off the feeling. And that's how you make, that's how you have fun. Music about making, being fun, making it fun, man. You know what I'm saying? In there with your guys, if they got a couple words they want to give you, it's all about creating, making fun, man. So, you know, I don't like writing. But when I do write, like, mm -hmm. I kill them. Like, my... I haven't wrote in probably like eight years, but last year I did a DMX, I did the DMX Slip in the Fallen remix, and I wrote to it, and I had the world going crazy because I talked about my life. I lost it, how everybody left me, and I had to write for that. I couldn't just, I couldn't go off, off the head for that. 
I wanted that to be right. Plus, I'm touching the DMX beat. Yeah, you got you got to do DMX justice. Yeah. You know, uh, yo, man, I I can't possibly thank you enough, bro. This has been a dope ass conversation. Nah, I appreciate it, man. We're gonna promote this one for sure. No doubt, man. I appreciate that, man. I'll throw a couple of uh clips together probably tomorrow morning, and I, I'll show it right. to you. All right, bet. Appreciate you. Hey, if you need anything, bro, let me know, and I got you, man. All keep, right. Keep doing what you're doing, man. We love you out here, bro. Got you, man. It's on. Yo, and if don't nobody else tell you today, man, I'm proud of you. Thank you, man. Mean a lot, for real. No doubt, man. Keep going, All bro. Right. No doubt. Yo, uh, come on, man. Y'all already know, man. Legend after legend after legend after legend, man. The Snap Dog is absolutely... No exception to that rule. Y'all already know how we get down, man. Yo. <laughs> who, who, who we got tomorrow, man? Uh, we got Ty Mopkins at 7 o'clock tomorrow. And, bruh, if you don't know who the fuck Ty Mopkins is, especially if you're from Detroit, man, go go fix that now before the show starts tomorrow at 7. And then we got Miles Yachts at 5 o'clock. Come on, bruh. It is what it is, man. We keep doing our thing. And, and just just because I felt like doing this, man, we got head crack coming on next week. Yeah, Millionaire Joe and Biff Lawson. Biff Lawson has been doing his thing, producing shit, man. Like, look, man, y'all can chase the numbers, man. We chase the legends over here, man. It's your story that gets you. I mean, it's what you do that gets you on the show. It's your story that makes you stand out. Sometimes I fuck up, players do. Uh, this has been Jobs since another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. And... Shout out to my cousin Juan Jones, man. If you have not fucked with his music, you are ridiculous. You need to go fix your soul, your life, and your ears. You feel me? Anyway, on that note, I'm out. I'll see you tomorrow at 5 o'clock.